is a symptom, not a disease. Holding on to that poop for too long will cause other symptoms that will cause a disease. And you may be constipated if you are having fewer bowel movements than usual, and it takes a little bit longer for that big lump of hard matter to pass through your butthole, right? Uh, uh, older people, and I can I can talk because I'm an old person. Older people are more likely than younger people to become constipated. But just um, so you know, it is not as serious as it can be. Well, you know, old people take medication as a rule. So if you're taking medication, and all medication causes constipation, how about when they have dental issues? Their teeth are attached to bone, and the bone is weak. The teeth are falling out. There's all kinds of things. So you're not chewing your food. You're swallowing stuff whole. And for God's sakes, if you're not drinking your water, you're not making a movement, right? The colon, a.k.a., is the large intestines. It is a depository for all waste material after food has been or nutrients from the food has been extracted and sent into the bloodstream. The rest of that is waste. And if it remains in the colon, it's decaying and it's rotting and it's fermenting and it's going to cause a problem. It should be eliminated after each meal. (laughs) But it's not the case, is it? And there's always something. There's always something. We're going to call this something quarantine constipation. Takes a while to build up to that point. Because you could be pooping daily and still be constipated. Still be constipated. Listen, stay tuned. Go nowhere. We're going to talk about the quarantine constipation. Today is May the 12th, and this is a live broadcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet My name is India Holloway. I am an international colon hydrotherapist. I am an iridologist, a lecturer. Yes, I do lecture. (laughs) And I've written a book that's entitled, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. Go to my website, purchase it up, and I give a discount. Let me know what you think. Uh, I always like to start this broadcast by saying thank you, thank you to my regular listeners. Thank you for being there. I appreciate you more than you know. So at this point, we're going to welcome my new listeners. For those that are listening in for the first time, I want to say howdy and Welcome and join me every Wednesday from this point forward, every Wednesday at 10 to 11 West Coast time. And and here you're going to learn something about your body. And if you're so inclined, you can join me on this radio broadcast or uh, and if you do, give us a call at 310 9287733 and join in or how about this how about just drop me a line uh 
you can send it to innerlightradio at yahoo.com, innerlightradio at yahoo.com. Ask a question, type it in, uh, email it to me, and I'll read it over the air as best I can, and uh, we'll keep you in Let me take this moment to thank our men and women in uniform, those folks that are out there all over the world that sacrifice their lives for us. I mean, they give their lives for us. That's their job. They, They have a sworn duty. They do what no one else will do. Thank you for your dedication. And your service. And while we're thanking you, we're going to thank the first responders, those men and women out there in uniform, police officers, firemen, and God bless the nurses. Woo-wee, the nurses. I'm telling you, I love the nurses. This broadcast is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease But what we will do is educate you on your body. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about quarantine constipation. It is real. It is here. And it could be you. Uh, Are you constipated? Did you get constipated on this lockdown? That's now being relieved in California, people. They have put us in the zone where people are out there now. I swear to God, it's driving me nuts. There's, I didn't realize we had this many people. Uh, over a year of people being inside. And wait a minute. They have this new thing. Have you heard? They call it cave mentality. The caveman mentality. They've been locked in for so long. They, they, they just peep out the window. They will not leave their house. Okay. Like I said, there's always something. They're sitting in there. They're eating chips. Crumbs are flying all over the place. They're drinking everything that they can put in there and they can have it delivered. Oh my God. I walk my my little patches every evening, long about the same time, and there is delivery trucks everywhere dropping food off on doorsteps. Uh, I had one last night. I'm walking the little guy, and there's a guy sitting out on the stoop. Then I, you know, hand up, wave. At the same time, there's a car burling around the corner. I mean, she's speeding. And she jumps out with a bag, and the guy stands up. I'm watching this. Exchange, grab the bag, and they're in. There's people sitting around the table waiting for this food. I swear. Deliver it. But I digress. How long can you go without pooping before uh, it becomes a problem? And you, like I said, on the onset, you can... You can poop every day and still be constipated. It's just the poop gets slower and slower. But what does the gastroenterologist say about constipation? Hmm? I'm going to let you know what the gastro say. And I'm going to let you know what the gastro or the, the gutologist says and who are the gutologists moi that is me i am the gutologist after all there are symptoms that should signal to you that you need to see a doctor for your constipation if you're having pains if you're throwing up if your belly is bloated looks like you're about to give birth to a mature goat and there's nothing coming out, you can't pass gas. I mean, that's a problem. But wait, what are you going to do if you go to urgent care or to the doctor? What will they do for you? Uh, okay, I'll tell you. They're going to take um, 
they're going to take an x-ray or some kind of scan and they're going to point it out to you on this uh on this um x-ray ch- chart and they're going to say look at here this big mass right here is poop you're impacted right they're, that's what they're going to do and they're going to charge you for this but um this is what you need to know if they take an x-ray and they can see this big mass this big matter in your gut first of all x-ray pick up hard matter teeth bobby pins buttons you know bone hard matter not soft tissue the colon is soft tissue and if there's this big black piece of matter in there you're constipated it ain't moving you're in trouble and it is one of those things where uh they're going to send you home with a bill and then you're going to seek me out or somebody like me to do the job for you cuz what are they going to give you they're going to give you uh what metamucil uh some kind of a stool softener that that they're not going to soften that stool that's there what stool softener does is soften so that whatever is coming through recently is softer but it's backing up on top of what's already there I'm sorry it is not going to move it so let me tell you i have uh, i got a tail from the table hmm? so this guy calls me and i'm listening to his story cuz you know everybody has a story i listen to the story i ask questions i listen to the back story and then i listen to the lies and then i listen to what i need to hear to come to a conclusion so he comes in and his story is i haven't pooped in 5 days or so mhm so i asked the question what's your water intake like uh how much red meat are you eating um when was your last major bowel movement uh different things right okay so I get it and I say yep you got a problem and this is what you need to do so he's willing to do whatever I suggest and I suggest that you come in and you see me 3 days in a row and I don't have any 3 days in a row so I have to make space for this man and uh I hear his I hear his concerns, I hear his anxiety and I know he's in trouble. So, when I tell him how often he should see me and all this good stuff and he says, "Ooh, this sounds pretty expensive." I said it is. But you're in trouble, then you can take it to the doctor if you want. And what are they going to do? What did I just tell you? They're going to look at this and charge you money for looking and send you away with a stool softener. <laughs> that ain't going to work. They may say, "How about an enema, which is most common? You can do an enema that will get it started to come out to commence to get started to get going." And uh maybe that'll work, maybe it won't. Depends because I heard the story. the doctors haven't heard the story i heard the back story the doctors haven't heard the back story and and i know what this guy needs and i know it's going to take a minute to get it going now other people i get them started and then i give them a protocol to follow and it's going to be fine but not this guy cuz he's an addict he's a ex addict for the hard stuff what was it i don't know cocaine or crack or whatever so he's an addict 
he still smokes, so he has no oxygen or very little oxygen in his blood. You need that to make this movement. He's not drinking enough water. Maybe he just started drinking water, but that's got to catch up for a long time of not having water and being dehydrated. I listened to his story, and the main thing with him is he's addicted to food now. He's eating like he is a starving refugee. Honest to God, he's eating anything and everything and lots of it. And he's piling it in and it is not coming out the other end. And he's still eating. (laughs) Right? He's still piling it in. Mm. So I say to him, yeah, it's expensive, but then so is food. You're going to have to give up something to come to me. You're on a, a, a pack a day habit. What is that? 10 bucks a day? People, do you know how much cigarettes cost these days? And you're complaining about me being expensive? Your habits are expensive, I tell him. So you're going to have to give up something to come see me. Yeah. And I agreed. He hasn't. Yes, he has. He's given into it because this is the way I talk to him. I tell the same thing to the ladies. I look at their tips and toes and I say, this is artwork. You're paying for this art on your fingernails and on your toes. And look at your hair. OMG. This is like major Decoration on the outside of your body when the most important part is on the inside. Let's get you to get down to reality here. You're suffering from constipation. Let me tell you, 60 million people in America are constipated. Oh, wait, that was before COVID hit. Now we're talking about quarantine constipation so it's probably doubled and I look at my neighbors that are eating like major pigs inside the house and you know it's like wow what is happening did you ever hear this story and I'm sure my producer has heard this in I think it was in Compton somewhere they had this McDonald's that had this huge patio with umbrellas and people were grabbing their burgers and whatever, going and sitting outside on the patio and throwing things to birds, french fries, pieces of bread, you know. And over a period of time, birds started falling out the air. Just dropping out of the air, raining birds, okay, And what was it they discovered after doing autopsies on these birds in this one little area that they were having heart attacks and falling out the air from eating these, this, yeah, man-made food, toxic food, killing birds, french fries. Hmm. And you eat that stuff? And don't you know they they designed it so that you want more of it? They will do things like soak French fries in sugar. Yeah, food is a drug, and they make it even more so. Mm-hmm. You're suffering from constipation? I wonder why. You're feeling backed up and uncomfortable and it lasts a long time and you're feeling really bloated, really painful, evil, cantankerous. It's your gut. And at the same, you're still eating. Yikes. (laughs) You know, animals are smart. You ever watch them? When they get sick, they stop eating. Even stop drinking until this gut has freed itself. 
And out in the wild, you don't see wild animals constipated. And if they are, it's because they're eating man-made poisons. Right? Come on. Let's take a hint from some animals. Oh. Then there's... The, okay, let me get back on this constipation thing. Little help for the constipated people here. Uh, you need little extra fiber and some herbal laxatives. And it's doable to move this stuff on away. But if you go into the doctor... There's got to be a cutoff point where you can help yourself and where the doctor will step in. Because when you go there, they're going to give you Metamucil and, and the likes and send you home. And then you're going to seek me out anyway. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's pretty bad, people. How often should you poop? Okay, let's talk about that. With most doctors, the gastro, they're all over the map with this thing. And and they say, how often should you poop a healthy person? The doctor says, mm, how many times a day? Uh, it's a broad rule. They're saying three times a day, fine. Three times a week is fine. And I'm going, what are you talking about? Three times a week. Uh, okay. If you eat, you're supposed to poop. That's, that's the rule for uh, a normal bowel movement. Years ago, that was always the rule. You eat, you poop. And um, it is, uh, I, I'm reading. If I, if I could read and talk at the same time, I'd be dangerous. Oh, my God, I'd be dangerous. Um, so, as a rule... And we're going to look at the rules. If it goes in, it should come out the other end. And it, it's, it's not the food that you just ate that's coming out as a rule. It's, it's It has to go through uh, a channel. It has to go through 47 feet of digestive tract before it ends up in your toilet. What's actually normal? A normal bowel habit? Most people are going between two and three times a day. Most people. Uh, nah, not, not the ones that come to me. They're lucky if they're moving it once a day. And what comes out tends to be these little round, hard, knotty goat turds. Or rabbit turds. And that's a joke. It's a joke for the person that just dumped it. Because it's not a bowel movement. It's just something that's just sitting there. The body makes these turds and then sends it on. Collects with other turds. Sends it on. And then you make a bowel movement. But if it's stopped up way up high. Like this guy I was telling you about. I've seen him three days in a row and nothing comes out of him with my expertise. Working is work every day for three days. Nothing. And I knew that would happen. See, because I'm the gutologist after all. But I have other people that have the same syndrome but are not smoking, but are not eating like a banshee and have something coming down. This guy, nothing. And he's doing all that. He's got no oxygen in his blood or very little. He's got things that's going on up there and his stress levels. He's having major anxiety just talking to me. 
Before he even saw me, he's having anxiety. So he's got anxiety. He's got stress. He's got uh, constipation. He's got pains in his side. He doesn't want to see the doctor. Can you see his anxiousness? And then he's asking me questions like, am I going to die? Is it cancer? Is it, you know, and, and I have to be cool. And I'm cool. And I'm going, no, you're, you're not going to die on my watch. I've had people come in and I say, hey, no, this is way above my pay range. So uh, all you're going to pay me $95 for today is to listen to my mouth. And I don't want to see you again because <laughs> there's nothing I can do to help you. This is not what I'm telling this guy. So I'm cool. You got to empty your bowels and you, and it should be an easy movement for most people. And you got to keep your muscles strong. See, the colon is a muscle. It's muscle material. And if you stretch that material, it's only supposed to be two, two and a half inches in diameter. And it'll stretch as you get that big plug of poop sitting in there, and it'll stretch a little bit more. And a little, you see a guy with a big belly, uh huh, with that Buddha, it's stretched everywhere. Sure, there's fat in there, but most of that is waste. O M G. And you come into me, I gotta work. I gotta work to get it moving. I gotta work to get it out. And as a rule, if I ask you certain questions, and, I, and and sometimes I can get it in the first three or four questions. But with this guy, I'm on the phone with him for almost an hour before I get the whole story. The front story, the back story, the lie story, you know, because it, it, of his anxiety. Hmm. But I got him. Let me tell you what happened. This morning, I get a text from him. You know what he says? I had a real good movement this morning. Oh, my goodness. Finally. I wish it had been me that I'm going to see him again tomorrow. The last time I saw him was Sunday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Thursday. And I've given him a layout of how long it was going to take. Okay, so he brought off his bowel movement like right now. And I didn't get a chance to see it. Damn. Oof. But that's okay. Because he's now feeling confident. And he'll stick with me. And I'll be real hard on him. And I am not letting up. But he has to listen to empty those bowels to start to feel better before anything can happen. We have to clear the colon. We have to clear, clean the system and then fortify the system, right? We got to clean it and then we fortify it. Wow. And it takes work emptying those bowels when you've allowed it to get jacked up like that, that muscle. Now we got to retrain the muscle. Muscle has memory, so it's trainable, but you have to take the proper supplements in order to do that. And you have to learn that there are, um, there's a, what's the word, uh, rhythm that the body has to get back into in order to keep this system going. And so now I have to train him. It's like training an animal, right? Got to train them, got to teach them. You got to feed them properly. It's a whole thing. But it's, it's definitely doable. But don't go to somebody that don't know what they're doing. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, it's like, um, they're collecting your money and you're forking it over and you're 
repeating the same things over and over again. But the one good thing about going to a colon hydrotherapist, if you will, is there's a good start. That is a good start to get that stuff out. Most colon therapists know how to get that started. Uh, enema, we do a combination. We'll do a colon hydrotherapy treatment and we'll do a coffee enema right behind it. This guy got it on his last day with me. Was it the last Sunday? I think it was Sunday. He got a colonic and he got a coffee enema directly after. Oh, this is, this is, uh, this art to what we do, people. It is pure art. And don't take it for granted. You should aim to get into that toilet at two or three times a day, every day. And if you have a kid that's pooping every time he eats, trust me, I got my hand in the air to God. That kid is normal. And it's okay. Don't think you need to take him to the doctor because he's pooping all the time. Just check his poop out. If it's good, hard, substantial poop, and a nine-year-old's poop should be as big as a grown man. That's how big these turds should be but if that turd gets stuck if that log of poop gets stuck mm, you're in trouble do an enema and that will help get it started drink your fluids water is the best solvent on planet earth so drink your water boy how many times do you hear it all the time? That, and there's no right or wrong answer. Instead, there is normalcy. Really determines what's going on in there. And this is according to uh, a, a lot of people. But gastroenterologists will say the same thing. Regular movements can mean twice a day for pooping. I say nothing is normal when it comes to the bowel habits. Nothing. Because there's too many factors that you have to consider. You have to consider your lifestyle. You have to consider your genes. The stress levels will stop that gut up in a hurry. Medications. Every medication causes constipation. Uh, every medication causes constipation. I don't care what it is. If it's, if it's, uh, if the doctor is giving you, um, for blood pressure, blood pressure medication will cause constipation. Done. Um, if you're taking something because you're having anxiety, Oh boy. They, oh boy. Anxiety. Yeah. It's going to stop that bad boy up every single time. Your eating habits are so important. Do you know I still hear every day, at least once a day that I work a full day. Today is not one of them. Uh, I'll hear I don't eat anything green. Shut up. What are you talking about? Everybody should be eating green food. Yeah, you feel like you're grazing in the grass, but you know it is the best thing. Eating. There are some people that will not eat a fruit. Shut up. What are you talking about? Okay, people. Fiber. I'm talking fiber here. Fiber is your best friend. If you're not getting good fiber in there, no. Look at 
remember the chart I told you about? It's called the Bristol Stool Chart. Look it up. Go to Google. Look it up. Bristol, B-R-I-S-T-O-L, stool chart that shows your poops. It is amazing what your poop looks like. And if you see yours on there, you know where you are in life. Ideally, you're drinking enough water. Your poop should be normal. Uh, and you should be pooping daily. And uh, I always ask the person that lays on my table, how many or what was your bowel movement like today? And they'll tell me, eh, it was okay. It was normal. I go, there's no such thing as normal. So tell me what it looked like. Well, it, and I make them describe it. You know, this long, this big around, broken up, constipation, hard to get out, diarrhea. Uh, okay, it gives me a night. So my next question, swear to God, they all know because they've been coming to me forever. They know the next question is, what did you have for dinner last night? Not this morning, last night. Right? Then I'll ask, what did you have for lunch? I take them back in time. What did you have for breakfast yesterday? And in, in my brain, there's things whirling around up there. I, I have an algorithm of things that I'm putting together so that I'll know what's going on in there. I always hear things like, well, I've been eating clean, but last night I cheated. <laughs> it's funny. Um, uh, like I say, there's a broad range or broad rule anytime you poop. Three times a day, three times a week, according to the doctors. And I say, because I'm the gutologist, you should poop daily. Mm -hmm. And if you don't even remember, did I poop today? I don't remember. Oh, my God. Did I? Did I make a bowel movement this morning? And this is somebody that I'm talking to perhaps at 4 o'clock in the evening. They can't remember what happened in the morning. Okay, so I'll say... Uh, you made a bowel movement this morning. Was it impressive? My favorite word. Was it impressive? Well, it was normal. Okay, now I have to break that down. You know, there's a lot that goes into, because they're going to ask me the question. What should it look like? How should I feel? When should my next bowel movement be? I have to give people walking papers. Have you ever heard that when you go to your your uh, colon therapist or your gastroenterologist? I give them walking papers. Walking papers say, this is how you should eat. This is how you should chew. This is what it should look like. This is what you should avoid. This is, you know, I, I break it down. Give it numbers. One, two, three, four. This is how you should feel. If the person when they're on my table, feels nauseous. When I start putting a little water in and releasing it to go out, I know they're totally toxic. If they come into me with, I've been nauseous, uh, I feel like I need to throw up, and this, and I know they're toxic, so I know how they're going to feel. I'll, I'll rub a little bit of peppermint on their wrists, because that breaks the nausea. And and I proceed. And they're, and they're laying there going, I feel like I'm going to throw up. They're not going to throw up. Very few people throw up. And I know when they are, when I talk to them before they even come in. I don't want to see them right away. Because if they throw up, they think it's because of the colonic. And I know it isn't. They're just toxic. So I'll say, God, 
I'll see you, but maybe not in a couple days. Because what's going to happen is, so if I do get them in before, this is what I'll tell them. Mm. So um, you're going to feel nauseous. And you may even feel like you need to vomit while you're on the table. And I'll tell them this before I hook them up to the plumbing. I'll give them those, these little steps and this is so it's in their head. Sometimes they ignore everything I say because they're so nervous. Like I'm going to take a blade and cut them, chop them up a little bit. Do you know people would pay to get chopped up before they would pay to come in and get cleaned out? I don't get that. I don't get, yes, I'm going to digress a little bit. I don't get these young women coming in that get shot up with Botox and the injections in the lips and they get their, their liposuction and they take that fat and stick it in their ass. And I, I have this happening all the time. And it's crazy because some of them do it and they're going to have Issues the rest of their life. The rest of their lives. And they paid for it. Okay, I'm finished. With that, anyway. Okay, so we're looking at fiber. You have, fiber is your friend. And there are some people, old people, that won't take in enough fiber. You got to have fiber, people. Too much fiber is one thing. Not enough fiber. Okay, so you're saying, how much fiber should I have? Women, girls, ladies, 25 grams of fiber daily. Okay, daily. You got to know what fiber is. If you have to take it in the form of you know, fiber foods, a smoothie, put a little fiber in your foods and whatever. Guys, 38 grams uh, or 14 grams every 1,000 calories because boys just eat a lot. You're just eaters. Uh, and... and you eat fast and you eat too much and you eat till you're full and then it doesn't come all out. And then you're taking medications for whatever. Even if it's that blue pill, it's causing constipation. I'm just saying. Yes, sir. And you don't even know you're constipated because you're pooping every day. If you have diarrhea and you think that that's pooping it is not it is constipation and I'm not going to get into that right now because that's a whole nother story it's a whole nother Oprah if you haven't changed any kind of routine but your body is now constipated it's time for you to do something different you're getting older if you pass 30, um, you're at the age of 30, the body start, stops making certain nutrients altogether that you should be taking in. And I have people coming in to see me that are in their 50s that don't take anything and haven't any nutrients. They say, well, I don't take medication. When was the last time you were checked by a doctor? Oh, it's been a couple of years now. They hem and haw about it, though. They don't come right out like that. They'll say, well, the last time it was, let's see. You, you know, they hem and haw about it, but it's been two years. You don't have a clue what's going on in there. Not a clue. So I send them in to get checked. 
this one guy came back yesterday with a piece of paper. I had him go have the doctor do a CRP. You hear me talk about CRPs all the time. I'm looking at this guy and I'm going, oof, this is a hot New York mess. And I say, okay, go get your blood work. Go and have the doctor check this. CRP. He comes back yesterday with a CRP. It's 13. It should be zero. Woo. I mean, inflammation. His whole body is inflamed and it is everywhere, but it starts in the gut. Your blood should be checked all the time. And if it's once a year, that's all the time for you because you're young, fine. Do it once a year, but get it checked. And if you're having issues and you're coming in to me, I want to see what the doctor has ruled out, what he's seeing, what he knows, what he's checking. But if you come in and you're having issues with constipation and that has gone to the next level, you have blood in your stool, you have uh, abdominal pain, you have uh, uh, rectal bleeding, you have a fever, you have vomiting, you're not passing gas. Oh boy, we got a problem. And if you have excessive weight loss and pains in the back, we got us up problem. Now, I know that I am not a medical doctor. I know what I know about the gut. And if you've been sitting in that house for a whole freaking year, eating on the couch in front of TV, gaming and watching movies and um, not moving, cave mentality right now we got us a problem Houston and if you don't correct it and especially if you're 50 and older hmm, it is not a pretty picture look at that belly look down if all you can see is did I tell you the other day I had hmm, I see about eight people a day, right? The other day, I saw one woman, and that was the first person I saw. All the rest were guys. My God, I was exhausted. I was spent at the end of the day. I saw everything from a six-pack to a dad bod to a Buddha. And, and beyond, <laughs> if you can even imagine, the biggest guy that day weighed 400 pounds. He was 6'7", and I tell you, thinking about it makes my head spin. I worked my hips off. I'm not a big person. Come on, people, help me out here. And what happens when you don't poop, when you're feeling all these things, you're in trouble. And then you ignore it to a certain point until it's dangerous. Quarantine, constipation. Um, you can play it out till you ignore it and then the constipation and then you're going to seek a doctor and then they're going to take an x-ray or whatever and then send you to me or you get wise and you start seeking me out. This guy that I talked about three days in a row, Mr. We'll call him Mr. Three days in a row. He started looking people up like me and he's looking and he's anxious and he's wringing his hands and he's going, okay, my, uh, People that find me on the internet, they look at all of my um, people that have been to me and have rated me 
and graded me, and I am five-star all the way, all the way. Especially if I'm local, easy to get to. Okay, they're on my table. One guy says, oh, well, you're, I'm so, I'm so far away. I, I just can't do that. How far are you, sir? He says, uh, I'm in North Hollywood. Oh, really? I have people come all the way from Palm Springs to get to me in a day and go back. People that come from San Diego and go back. And you're in North Hollywood? Yeah, you have to you have to wade through a little traffic. It's okay. You can do it. Constipation. You're uh, uh let me look at my time here because I get I uh, I get crazy. Okay, let me get back on track. Quarantine constipation and right now it's a new syndrome. And it's because you've been eating anything and everything and you go online and you order. There's a place in in uh, Las Vegas called the Heart Attack Grill. Have you heard of it? <laughs> it's the most dangerous restaurant on planet Earth. The Heart Attack Grill. And if you look at how they serve a hamburger, it will kill you. I thought that the one that my my client said, I had a 4 by 4 last night, Miss India. I go, what the hell's a 4 by 4 Well, at In-N-Out Burger, some places don't have In-N-Out Burger, but at In-N-Out Burger... They put four patties of meat between a bun, a bun, four slices of cheese. This stuff, this thing is at least six inches high. And he had a four by four order fries and a chocolate milkshake. And he came in, he came into me the next day. And that's when I turned him loose. I told him he couldn't come to me anymore because that's not how I operate. If you're coming here, you're coming to get well, not to have me pump out whatever you ate the night before or two days before. And now you're all bloated and grassy and you're, you know, uh-uh, that's just wrong. That is just wrong. And if you're going to do this and you're not going to get checked by a doctor, I certainly don't want to see you because I need to know where we're starting, what is being ruled out, what is being said about your body by the professional MD, finger quotes. And then I know where I'm working. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to tell you. I know how I need to educate you. And and I know what's happening if you are having problems pooping. I want to know everything about you. And I don't want you to lie to me. Most people don't. They come in with the truth. But you have to start somewhere, right? Here's a starter. You have to start eating correctly. If you're stopped up, get some prunes. Get some prune juice. Eat some bran. Broccoli, green foods, berries, apples stuff that's fiber and then you come to me and I can set you in the right direction if you've been in the right direction if you're eating clean and you're doing your fiber and you're doing the things you're supposed to and you're drinking your water 
and you're not sucking up all your oxygen smoking cigarettes, then there's something else happening. And I have to figure it out for you. And I will. And I can. I am the gutologist after all. Okay. So, oh, God, the time has wandered all the way down and I'm not finished. If you're suffering from one of these aforementioned consequences of constipation, such as bowel perforation, and people will do that because it's been sitting there so long that the 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 uh, food that's sitting in that fiber, because it's all sitting in there, you have undigested foods, I know, because when I'm flushing people out, food comes out the same way it goes in, undigested and whole. It will eat a hole in your gut. Right? A hole in your gut. Somebody texts me and says, is shredded raw cabbage good for moving the bowels? Sure. But um, even better than that, how about, how about fermented cabbage? I have my clients, as a rule, um, take fermented food and not much just about a tablespoon or two 15 minutes in front of every major meal you got that something fermented like cabbage kimchi and uh you know it can be any kind of cabbage sauerkraut and sauerkraut commercially is not quite the same as good fermented foods. I sell fermented foods in my studio because I know it works. And folks come back and get jars of it. They even make it a major side dish on a, on a meal because it works. Yes. So to answer your question, PJ, and thanks for the question. Fermented cabbage or shredded cabbage. It's like sauerkraut. I mean, it's like, uh, what's that? Shredded cabbage is, uh, uh, kale. Um, something that shredded cabbage. Okay. So I got to the end of the show. Hmm. I just want to, um, I hope I got some of your attention on this uh, whole COVID thing. So I just want to say at this point, ladies and gentlemen, my name is India Holloway. You've been listening to the Inner Light Radio. And um, I want you to come back and join us again. Uh, But go to my website. Check it out. It is healthylivingstudios.com. Send me a, t- a email at India's Healthy Living at yahoo.com. You can call me at 866-557-9557. And if my studio doesn't pick up that phone, my cell phone will ring. Come see what we do here. See how we do it. And until this time next week, I want to say with love and great gratitude, ciao for now. Nutrition to collide.